I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 42. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. And that's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3, verse 2, set your minds on things above. My good friend and mentor Richard J. Foster writes this, When we determine to dwell on the good and excellent things in life, we will be so full of those things that they will tend to swallow our problems. It's a good word and it's true. Today's thought from above is this, Christ plus nothing equals everything. Recently, I attended my daughter's graduation, and at the commencement ceremony, one of the speakers told the story of when he was a young man just out of college, and he was trying to figure out what to do with his life. He was in a Bible study, he shared, and it was led by this older, wiser Christian man who had been a mentor to him for a while. And when their time together was coming to an end, this mentor asked him a question. He said, do you know what the formula for a great life is? The speaker said, no, I don't know. Then the mentor asked him, do you want to know? And of course he said, yes. I mean, who doesn't want to know the formula for a great life? The man said, the formula for a great life is this. Christ plus nothing equals everything. I was struck by the simplicity of the statement. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. The speaker, however, did not go on to explain what the formula means or even how to apply it. I suspect he might have wanted the soon-to-be graduates to figure it out themselves. But I couldn't get this little formula out of my mind. I suspected the Holy Spirit maybe wanted me to think about it some more, maybe teach me something from it, because that's how the Spirit often works in my life. I just can't really move on from something, and then eventually I say, Hey, Holy Spirit, you want to teach me something? So, I felt that way about this little formula, Christ plus nothing equals everything. And that led me to do a little bit of research to see if I could find out the original source. And while I never actually found the original source, I did come across a book by the same title, Christ plus nothing equals everything. It's written by a, a pastor named Tullian Chavidian. Please forgive me for my pronunciation of that, Pastor Tullian. Tullian is, turns out, the grandson of Billy Graham, and he, for many years, was the pastor at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Florida. And in the book, he explains, he has his own personal story about how when his church merged together to form this, this larger church, uh, at first everything seemed perfect. But then, with that merger also came some dissension, which can happen. But it became so bad that the people in the church actually called for a vote to have this pastor dismissed. Fortunately, this issue for a vote came at a time when he was just about to have a vacation. Never, Tullian said, did he ever need a vacation more. During his time away, God taught him an important lesson. And it came when he was reading Colossians 1. God showed him through that passage the all-sufficiency of Jesus Christ and reminded him that the things that he felt he was about to lose, things like respect, affirmation, approval, power, though good in themselves, 
can become idols if we put them first. And so it was this simple, basic formula that helped him restore his focus on what's truly important. Christ plus nothing. Tullian writes, That June morning was when Jesus plus nothing equals everything became for me more than a preachable tagline. It became my functional lifeline. He goes on to write, Because Jesus is strong for me, I'm free to be weak. Because Jesus wins for me, I'm free to lose. Because Jesus is someone, I'm free to be no one. Because Jesus is extraordinary, I'm free to be ordinary. Because Jesus succeeds for me, I'm free to fail. Those are some really powerful words of truth. And I love them because I think they're just so freeing. In fact, the word free is in every sentence, if you notice that. Because Jesus is strong for me, I'm free to be weak. Now, in case you're wondering, Tullian was able to let all of his fears go, and he preached about the all-sufficiency of Christ with boldness. And he was able to let the outcome of that church vote just go. He let it go. And to practice what he believed. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. And in the end, the church voted to keep him as their pastor. So the story has a good ending. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're like me, it's so easy, so tempting to add something to that formula, Jesus plus something. There are so many things that compete for my attention and allegiance, and many of them are good things. I want to do good work. I want to help people. I want to write well. I want to build successful programs. I want to see our church grow. You know, and none of those things are bad unless I put them first. And then, as Tullian notes, they become idols. Jesus plus anything negates Jesus. And when you take away Jesus, you have nothing. That's why it's so crucial to keep the formula intact. Christ plus nothing equals everything. In Tullian's book, he even adds another truth formula that I also find very helpful. Everything minus Jesus equals nothing. Let me say that one again. Everything minus Jesus equals nothing. Meaning, you can have everything, but if you don't have Jesus, you have nothing. This reminds me of what the Apostle Paul said about love in 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and I understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Again, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 3. Now, if you put Jesus in place of love, and I believe you can because, well, God is love and Jesus is God, then it might read like this. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have Jesus, I gain nothing. Everything minus Jesus equals nothing. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. I think this is why Paul also proclaimed boldly these words in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 
For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2, verses 3-5. through His formula was not Jesus plus plausible words or Jesus plus a demonstration of power because that would take the emphasis off of Jesus. All Paul brought to the Corinthians was Jesus, Jesus plus nothing, because he knew that their faith would then rest on something other than Jesus if it was something else. So back to the formula. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. I believe it is the formula for a great life. I believe Jesus was saying the same thing, though with different words, when he said, Seek first the kingdom of God, and everything will be added to you. Matthew 6.33 Seeking the kingdom of God is, I believe, synonymous with seeking Jesus, because Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. Or, to put it in the negative, if you do not seek first the kingdom of God, nothing will be added to you. I believe the great Christian philosopher Søren Kierkegaard teaches the same thing when he talks about willing one thing, or the purity of heart, he says, is to will one thing. For Kierkegaard, our lives are to focus on one thing, which is Jesus. So I want to close this episode with Kierkegaard's famous prayer where he asks God to help him to will one thing, and only one thing. Here's his prayer. Father in heaven, what are we without you? What is all that we know, vast accumulation though it be, but a chipped fragment if we do not know you? What is all our striving if we do not know you? You, the one who is one thing and who is all. So may you give to the intellect wisdom to comprehend that one thing, to the will, purity that wills only one thing. In prosperity, may you grant perseverance to will one thing. Amid distraction, collectedness to will one thing. In suffering, patience to will one thing. May you give to the young the resolution to will one thing. May you give to the old a renewed remembrance of that first resolution, that the first may be like the last, and the last like the first, in possession of a life that has willed only one thing, to know God. Amen. I hope you'll join me next week for episode 43, which is a Things Above conversation with author Jen Pollock-Michelle. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can listen to more episodes from this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you'll get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above. <laughs>